Welcome to your personal branding podcast with Bernard Kelvin Clive, your number one career and business podcast in Ghana, bringing you expert interviews and insights into personal branding, personal development, and publishing. Now, here's your host, Bernard Kelvin Clive. Welcome to another edition of your personal branded podcast. I am excited especially about this and how you can properly use a podcast to brand yourself and your business to promote that. And I have an expert in the field, a serial entrepreneur, world traveler, and a podcast marketing friend he called himself. I'm glad to found his website, Authority Engine. And I mean, if you really need an authority to make your podcast a success, he is the go-to guy. It's a pleasure hosting Ben Kruger. Ben, you're welcome to the Personal Branding Podcast. I'm really happy you've had me on, Bernard. Always happy to talk podcast marketing and specifically with what you're doing. I really love kind of your whole stance on personal branding and uh, personal branding as a business. And so that's definitely something that I talk about quite a bit in the podcasting realm. So I'm excited to chat and uh, kind of dive into it here. Awesome. Awesome. I couldn't get anybody better than you. you. Um, ben, can you, can you really tell us a little bit about how you got into this business, podcasting business, that you are doing so excellently well? Absolutely. So um, I got into podcasting because for a while there I was listening to podcasts. I was doing the whole nine-to-five job thing, um, looking for kind of that next step for me personally, and I knew I wanted to go out on my own. I didn't know what that looked like necessarily, but one opportunity that kind of kind of fell in my lap, I was looking for um, kind of that next piece, and I had a friend who ran the uh, a pretty successful biz, a pretty successful podcast about um, doing business in a location independent way. So that show is called the Tropical MBA, and so he was kind of talking to me about how big of a pain post-production can be for podcasters. So, you know, after you do the recordings, that's only a very small part of it. Then you have to, you know, actually edit it up, put in your audio branding, load it up, write up your show notes, all that kind of fun stuff um, that takes a bunch of time. And so I kind of, I had done quite a bit of video production and audio production in high school. And I said, well, yeah, I could take that off your hands. Um and at that point, podcasting for me was more like I listened to a few. It was kind of a cool medium, but I really didn't quite understand the potential. And after kind of getting involved with that and then doing some production for a few other people as well, I started to really see the marketing potential within podcasting and how powerful it could be for people who were using it as a very central part of their marketing mix um, and so that's when I really got into seeing podcasting for what it really is, is a branding and positioning tool that allows you to build that close personal relationship with your following. Um, and really, you know, obviously this is really closely tied to what you do, Bernard, um, but position yourself as a personal brand, as an expert, as, you know, however you want to be positioned in the market as well as building that long-term ongoing relationship with your client base. So that's when I really got into it. 
when I saw the marketing potential, because that's my kind of forte. That's really where I get excited is looking at how businesses strategically market themselves, position themselves, uh, and grow their client base. So when I kind of saw that marriage there between podcasting and its marketing potential, that's when I really got excited. That's where Authority Engine came about, and that's when I got that started and really started kind of rolling up my sleeves and getting into it. Well, this is an interesting uh, uh, mix and twist here and there of your experience. I think I've, I've listened to Tropical MBA podcasts and some, and a couple of times because I also consume a lot of podcasts, a lot, a whole lot of podcasts. Mm-hmm. Interestingly, I found you as well too. <laughs> So and and ad marketing potential is enormous. It's and it, 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 it's it's now getting really picking up now. And with your expertise and experience, because you could do you have a background in, in uh, post production editing, it's becomes more easier and you do it even with more fun and skill than any other pe- person who thinks it's more challenging. Just recording his recording, I'm done. But after recording, what do I do next? How do I make my sound clearer? How do I use it to leverage my existing business? Yeah, that's the that's the true key here is a lot of podcasters, and you've probably noticed this, people get caught up with some of the issues that are not really issues. They're kind of time wasters. So they get caught up in the how do I get the best possible audio quality, which is helpful. Or how do I get, um, you know, do I use this microphone versus that microphone? Like all that kind of stuff is really kind of knickknacky. You know, if you're an audiophile, yes, it makes a difference. If you're a normal consumer, it makes no difference whatsoever as long as your podcast is, you know, you can listen to it without, you know, trying to really strain to hear what the words are. So there's there's a threshold there. So that's why I've really kind of, taken my focus into the strategy aspect of it and the marketing aspect of it because that's where my interest lies and that's where I'm able to add a lot of value for people who are doing personal branding. So whether they're, you know, authors or consultants or coaches or, you know, they provide a done for you service or something like that, I've been able to help a lot of them use podcasting to really position themselves how they want to be positioned. So if that's the go-to expert in the industry, you know, that's one kind of positioning play. There's, uh, as, as you know, Bernard, there's quite a few, um, that depending on how your personality lies and what you're actually providing that, you know, you can kind of tailor what position you want. Um, but then in kind of doing the strategy side, then it becomes less, okay, so what kind of, what kind of mic should I be using? And now it becomes, all right, so what is my content strategy? Who are the people that I'm bringing on my show to do the interviews with? And why am I bringing on these types of people? Who is my exact target audience? And why is that who I'm podcasting to? What are my calls to action? What's the next steps for people to take to really get involved with me and get to know, like, and trust me as a service provider um, so they can get to the point where they are a client for your product, services, whatever. So it kind of takes the typical podcasting talk and moves on to the next steps where the real results come from. Oh, great. Ben, let's, let's, let's speak at typical clients and how you deal with them and helping them position themselves using a the podcast as a brand. So 
and I also approaches you on existing startup author. I want to go into podcasting. How do I use the podcast to position and promote my brand? So give us a few uh, tips, steps on getting there as we want. Yeah, so that's a great question, Bernard. And I always like to I always like to back it up one or two steps because a lot of people kind of skip the first pieces, which in my mind are the most important. And what I mean by that is, so say you are a author and you come to me and you want to position yourself in the um, fitness space. You know, obviously that's a very crowded space, but let's say you want to position yourself in the fitness space and you say, I want to start a podcast and I want I want it to do this. Um, oftentimes what I'll do is I'll say, okay, let's take a quick step back and think about your long-term goals. Mm-hmm. What is it that you want to be doing two years from now as a, you know, are you looking to do coaching services or high-level consulting um, and really try to nail down what their one to two-year kind of vision is for themselves and what they want to be doing because that allows us then to figure out who their actual target customer is and who their target listener should be. So, you know, if they're doing, uh, if they're an author in the fitness space and they want to do, let's say, high-end consulting for um, performance athletes, that's going to be very different in who they should be podcasting mm-hmm. to versus uh, maybe they want to do actual in-person personal training with people who are trying to lose weight, you know? So obviously those are two totally different markets, but I like to get a very clear picture of who they're trying to, um, you know, kind of where their business is going in the future so that we can get very specific on who we target. So it always starts out looking out about one to two years and figuring out who is the absolute, um, most optimal person that could become a client or customer for me? Are they that high-end person that you work with one-on-one or are they using your information products or are they just a reader of your book? So it really comes down to kind of figuring that out. Um, And as well, of course, you want these people to share your content with their close friends and their network and you also um, want to make sure that if you have multiple offerings, that there's somebody who would be interested in purchasing multiple of the things that you offer. So it, that is always the first step is figuring out number one, who are we talking to here and how can we really tailor our show to that person? Um, so I always like to kind of take those, take those steps back and then really, everything else after that so you kind of have a vision for where you want to go with the business mm-hmm. then you've got a vision for okay here's who we're talking to here's who we're podcasting to then everything else builds off of those points that's where your central marketing message comes from that's where your positioning comes from that's where your content strategy comes from and all those pieces tie in to make sure that you hit your goals and you're targeting the proper people 
as well as you're offering something that's valuable to them. A lot of people kind of forget that mm-hmm. you're podcasting for the audience. You're not just podcasting to hear the sound of your own voice. <laughs> I think this, 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 this first point is really critical, really, really critical to a business and a personal uh, brand success because if not to be just like find missiles without a target, you'd be shooting, but you have no clear targets, no clear audience, no clear action points after your podcasts. So looking at one or two years ahead, this is brilliant. Yeah, absolutely. And it, it, it gives you a clear picture, you know, instead of just kind of getting started and quote unquote seeing where it goes, this will give you a little bit more of a roadmap. Mm-hmm. There will always be, you know, kind of the tweaks along the way, but this at least gets you started in the right direction. Great. Yeah. What would be the next thing that we need to do after getting all this and outlining them, knowing our target, our audience, what is in for them, the action they, we want them to take after listening to us, What? Are, how do we get moving from here? Yeah, so it really comes down to you know, so you've, now you've got your audience figured out and the goal here is to, a lot of people kind of get stuck in this stage because they're not real sure what to podcast about and here's here's what will help you figure out the best approach there. You don't necessarily want to podcast about whatever it is you're offering, whatever it is you're selling. So if you're a dentist and you do dentistry services, you don't want to podcast about dentistry because the only people that would give a crap are other dentists. <laughs> that's not exactly, you know, that's not exactly going to help you out. Um, instead, you want to focus on who your target audience is and what their interests are, what their challenges are, what their biggest, um, you know, what makes them wake up at night sweating. So if that's, you know, if you're in the health space and you're in the, um, you know, high performance athlete space, let's say, maybe what makes them sweat at night is the fact that they're number two and there's always one person up ahead of them. So, you know, how can you tap into that interest that, you know, the problem that really kind of plagues them and really focus your content or your subject for your podcast in on those true problems that are that are kind of confronting the person um so for that example i would probably look into starting a show based off of finding the like top athletes in their field and you know you you could do it in one of many ways you could do it in kind of a figure out how their training regimens work you could figure out how their uh you know how they perform under pressure what kind of what kind of uh routines do they use before a big event you know how's their diet look how does their do they have any regular mental routines or you know um meditations or anything like that that can help somebody go from number two to number one in whatever they're doing so that's just kind of one example but you really want to think about what's that big hitch point that people have uh, whether it's a problem, whether it's a, I really want to learn about this and then making sure that your show fits that mold and provides it better than, you know, all the other, um, places out there. So whether that's a blogs, whether that's, you know, uh, YouTube videos, whether that's other podcasts, you obviously want to make sure that you are unique. Um, and generally it's a hell of a lot easier to be, the best in a 
very small niche than to be a small fish in a niche that's already been, you know, way overused. I think that's 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 so true. Now, that, looking at this and the coming part through this process, well, most of people people might want to ask, how do I then monetize my podcast? How do I begin to make money out of it? What do I do? What other steps do I go? Advertising? Do I do promote my product, my service? What What are your guidelines and your advice for clients on podcasting the area of looking at either long term? Yeah, it's a really good question, Bernard. Um, so a lot of a lot of people and your audience will be really well fit for this, I believe, because mm-hmm. a lot of people when they get started with podcasting, they want to kind of build an audience with a podcast and then figure out what you know, how to monetize that audience mm-hmm, afterwards, mm-hmm. which is one approach and that works out mm-hmm. fine. Now, in my opinion, the better approach is to kind of build a little bit of an audience, come up with your products or services to fit them. You know, obviously your that's your goal. And then you want to build off of that. So you kind of have the proven concept. Uh, you have an offering, then you build your audience uh, using a podcast, using, you know, other marketing strategies and you kind of use that as your monetization strategy. So, of course, with podcasting, there's a couple. You can do uh, sponsorships. You can do donations. You can do a couple things up front that are, like, specifically monetizing the podcast. But instead, what I've found is not only more effective, but it just seems to really round out your offering and make you a more altruistic brand as a person to, I wouldn't bother so much with the focus on sponsorships and having people sponsor your show. What I would focus on is providing a really awesome show. And then in the back end, having some type of consulting, um, some type of coaching or some type of service or product that you drive people to and you use your podcast as your content marketing. So you can yourself uh, sponsor your Still. own show <laughs> if you want. <laughs> or you can just, you know, and this is what I do, is in the, you know, kind of as you're doing your episodes and as you're kind of doing your conversations or your interviews or talking about different content pieces, you can just drop in where it's natural you know, like, oh, and by the way, since we're talking about personal branding, we've actually got this product or service that allows you to do this, this, and this. Take the very first three steps in personal branding or whatever it may be. Um, so in that way, you're promoting your own products and services as opposed to other people's. Because if you if you think about it, if somebody is sponsoring your show, they're paying you, you know, so much per month, let's say. And they're definitely making more money on the back end than they're paying you. Mm. So why would you, number one, let somebody else monetize your audience better than you do? And number two, why would you want to send your audience somewhere else? If you can, if you can provide something that's really valuable and really helpful for them, you know, this isn't a greed thing. This is a, you know, why send them somewhere else for something that you can provide probably better than where you're sending them. I think that this really make a good business sense, and I think I, I've been trying that using that promoting my own product on my show and or recommending other things. That is, that's because you you, you get a chance to gain more from that 
than the other way around if you're able to do it properly like you mentioned to you because you do consulting you coaching you sell your products and you are you are you are more in charge and control than right away seeking external sponsors especially when you're a startup i think that that model really fits fine Definitely, definitely. And when you think about it, if you've, if somebody listens to your podcast and let's say they've been listening to your show for like three months, they've literally been listening to you give them advice for three months. And then when you have a product or service that really solves a problem that they have, why would they not purchase from you? Because they've already listened to your advice for three months. They've already been hearing what you have to say. And if they're still listening after three months, they probably value what you have to say. Mm-hmm. They've already noticed that some of the free stuff that you're giving out, you know, in the podcast episodes has helped them. That's why they're still listening. So if you have a paid product or service, that's kind of a natural extension of that. They know that, okay, well, his free stuff's pretty good. So his paid program's probably going to be baller. That that is super. That, that is really on point because the the model is, and, and and I think it's 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 in totality like you mentioned it's it's fits fine because if somebody keeps listening to you, uh, your advice, your authority, your gifts, it'd be easier to convert that person than rather getting a different person to reach out to. Yes, of course, of course. And, you know, you being the host, you can, you're the one that's saying those call to actions. You're the one that, you know, kind of gives them that directive in the first place. So it's, it's a very smooth flow as opposed to kind of the switching it up and, uh, you know, having a, having a sponsor come in because that, that kind of changes the, changes the flow of the program anyways. Ben, what what advice do you have or tips do you have of those who are having their podcast shows I mean, fading out? Oh, so they've started a show and you know it started to get results, but now they're kind of uh, they're kind of dwindling a little mm-hmm. bit, or they're not quite seeing the results mm-hmm. they want. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a really good question, um, and. This is actually something that I've been getting a lot of requests on is people reaching out to me saying, you know, hey, my show's not quite getting the punch that it used to. Um, what can we do here? And to be quite honest, there's no across the board solution for this. Um, however, there is a relatively, a relatively kind of predictable process you can go through to figure out where the issues are and where you can kind of improve. So this is something that actually we're going to be coming out with as a service offering in the near future. Um, but where you want to start, if you're looking to do this on your own, is you definitely want to go back to kind of the beginning, if you will, and make sure that you're very clear on who you're targeting. So make sure you're very clear on who you know that two-year-out perfect client is. And make sure that your podcast tailors very specifically to them. And you'll find that if you, if your show's not getting many results, usually it's because of that. Mm. That's almost always the root cause is your show's not very specifically tailored to those that you're trying to serve in the first place. Um, now that being said, that's kind of the step one. And then from there, you can kind of see where to go. But the other ones that I've seen is number one, it doesn't fit your, your target audience as closely as it should. Number two, 
you're not very consistent mm. throughout your branding. And so you being in the branding space, you definitely have seen this to where, mm. you know, people's website doesn't match their podcast, doesn't match their social media, doesn't match their other stuff. Um, or their writing tone, or their emails, or, you know, so one, the next piece is getting all of that kind of consistent, um, as well as all of your podcast episode content. So, you know, a lot of people think, okay, well, I started this as an interview show, so if I change, now people are going to freak out. <laughs> Don't make any assumptions. <laughs> You'd be surprised if you, if you come out with some changes and your audience responds really negatively, that's okay. You can always go back. But if you start trying to change things up and ask your audience, hey, you know, we're going to start doing this. We're doing a test episode to where instead of before we've been doing a lot of interviews, this episode we're going to do a special on, you know, uh, we're going to go real in-depth on how XX and X topic affects your bottom line, let's say. And so if you get a lot of really good res re feedback from that, if you got a lot of results from that show, you can start kind of moving more in that direction. But the reason I'm saying this is once you kind of take a closer look at who you're targeting and whether or not your show really fits, oftentimes you'll figure out that, okay, my content strategy needs to change a little bit. And that's where people get stuck is they're like, well, you know, I started this show like this and I'm a little bit scared to change it. Just test it out. Just test it out for one or two episodes and see what they cannot predict that beforehand. You can try, but you might as well get the direct feedback from uh, from the horse's mouth as opposed to guesswork. I think it's in every business and, and every branding building process they come for a time that you really need to reassess your goals your dreams your purpose again and, and they need to be a, a critical rebranding then you need to look at it again from those perspective again your initial goals your your rights or things and what you are doing right or wrong so it's it's, it's necessary that we reassess some things with your audience. Sometimes the audience might not be the best for you, as you mentioned. It might be like, oh, you, you might need mm -hmm. a new audience for your kind of show you want to do. Definitely, definitely. And kind of the next extension piece of that that I've found is, you know, either they're not consistent, they don't have their target audience figured out, they don't have their own goals figured out very clearly, or kind of the next piece and kind of the big one is their calls to action are very weak or non-existent. So at the end of their episodes, you need to be able to give someone the next step for whatever it is uh, for them to build that relationship with you and to get more of what they want. So, you know, for you, you've got the no-nonsense guide to personal branding on your site. You know, that's your latest mm -hmm. book. And I'm sure you've got some other things going on as far as call to actions and how you kind of help people take that next step. For me, it's, you know, I've got two training programs that help people. If they don't have a podcast, it helps them figure out if this is the right thing for them. If they do, it helps them streamline their production so they can cut their post-production time in half. So, like, it's why are people listening to your stuff and what is that next step you can give them so that they are compelled to go back to your site you know, drop you their email address and allow you to kind of continue to build that relationship in a more personal way beyond just the podcast. Wow, that's insightful. And how have you used also um, 
uh, podcasting or what, how can one also use to help in opting in creating more larger uh, email lists? Do you need tips on that for podcasters, existing or beginners? Do you? Yeah, so um, generally right now we're testing out a couple of different things as always. Um, but generally I've found on our homepage we have kind of the the two different options as far as, you know, when people want to take that next step with us, uh, how they can do that very easily. And it's right smack front and center on the homepage. Mm-hmm. And I found that that's like a really easy way to do it is to make sure that your homepage makes it clear that, you know, hey, here's the opt-in for you. But it's not about them opting in to, quote-unquote, join your newsletter Mm -hmm. or something like that. It's about them getting something of value for, you know, for where they're trying to go. So even if it is kind of a join us, quote-unquote, type of a thing, it's because they know that joining your newsletter or joining kind of getting regular updates from you is going to help them get where they're trying mm-hmm. to go um, or it's going to, you know, inform them or entertain them or whatever it is they're looking to get from you. Um, and of course, there's some different strategies as involved as far as like um, text message marketing and gathering phone numbers and you know, kind of a text to uh, text to win type of a thing. You know, you hear it on all the time on the radio. So this is something that we're testing out, but I haven't quite seen the results that I want from it yet. So I'm not really promoting that as a really sound approach just yet. But I'm really interested in the next, you know, couple months here in podcasting to see how some of those transition or some of those barriers are transitioned because you've noticed this a lot of people listen to their podcast on the go mm-hmm. they're not sitting at their laptop yeah. so they're not going to you know immediately go to your website all the time so you either need to make it very simple for them or you need to make it incredibly compelling so that they kind of make a mental note oh yeah when i get back from my jog i need to go in and you know get that whatever it is, a free course or an ebook or, you know, join the newsletter or whatever it may be. Cause this guy definitely knows what I'm, mm. what they're talking about. And I think they'll be able to help me get where I'm going. Oh, ben Kruger, I, I, I want to ask this time that what would be your billion dollar advice to a, a podcaster, someone starting on X61, what would be your billion dollar advice from authority engine? Billion dollar advice. I like it. Um, so I would have said, get clear on who you're podcasting to, but you know, I don't want to, I don't want to repeat myself here. Um, the next piece really is to think about it in a very strategic manner, as opposed to, I want to get a podcast live and see what happens. And what I mean by that is extract yourself from the business and look at it from a very objective viewpoint. Um, And think of it kind of like you would a normal lead funnel where, you know, with that, it's pretty easy to track your analytics. People go to this page, they sign up, then they go to this page and then they get these emails. Like you can kind of map that out. I would advise people to do the same thing for a podcast where are people like you can map out the different components like where are people going to discover my podcast um you know why are they going to start listening to it then from the podcast where are they going to go 
what uh, what reason is going to cause them to do that, and how can I make sure that each one of those pieces is as compelling and as efficient as possible? Because you know it's kind of like a, a leaky pipe. At every kink, you're going to lose some of the some of the overflow or some of the water. But if you make sure that everything's watertight, you're going to be a heck of a lot better off thinking about it from a strategic standpoint as opposed to a, you know, I like talking about this, so I'm just going to talk about it and see see how that goes, which I see most podcasters doing these days. Wait, uh, now, Ben, tell us a little bit about this as we run up. You offer a lot of services and maybe someone... Who needs your service? What are the things that you offer for people? And you starting a podcast, editing, promoting, and what are the stuff that you offer? And how can one get in touch with you? Yeah, so we've got two classes of services, and you can find them at authorityengine.com. Uh, and that's where you can find me as well. I've got a podcast there called the Authority Engine Podcast, where I talk about how to use podcasting as a marketing tool and a positioning tool. Um, and I also do like a TV show there, a weekly show, but that's where we house everything. So that's kind of the home base. So you can definitely find out more about me there. Um, and as far as our services, what we really did was we broke it down into two general areas because we found that, um, people came to us with two problems. One, I don't have a podcast yet. And I want to build a podcast to help grow and develop and position my personal brand. So what we did was we created a four-week podcast power launch program, uh, which is essentially a very uh, in-person, strategic, done-for-you. We help you plan it out. We help you get all the pieces in, in place and strategically build and launch that podcast for you so then you don't have to figure out all of the you know technical configuration mumbo jumbo all that stuff's handled you just need to come in with a clear picture of okay this is where we want to go this is who we want to target and we'll help you get there so that's kind of that end and then the other problem is how we initially got started mm -hmm. is, you know, we've got a show live, but we spend all this time in post-production or my team spends all this time in post-production and I just want it to get done. I want to know that it's done right. Um, and so that's what we've developed is kind of a system to where you as the podcaster, once you're done with this recording, you take that raw file, you drop it into a shared Dropbox folder with us and then we actually take it from there and you're completely done. So all wow. we do is, you know, we insert your audio branding, we take out the ums and ahs and make it a professional audio piece to make you sound like a pro. Um, then we'll write up the show notes, make sure they're compelling, they match your writing voice and style. Uh, we link out to all the tools, people, resources mentioned in that episode. And depending, we've got a couple different service levels. There's also some social media syndication and some custom um, artwork per episode, that kind of stuff going on. But you can find all of those things, uh, again, at Authority. The whole concept there really is to free up podcasters' time and energy so that they're focusing on building and growing their business and generating awesome content instead of spending all their time in editing software and writing up the post that goes with something that they've already recorded. 
Wow, this is a great time saver and a great, I mean, resource to re-leverage anyone. So, hey, if anyone, let's say, wants to start a podcast show and you haven't been consumed by the post-production and all that work, go right down to authorityengine.com and you'll be saved a chunk of time and get a lot of value from this. And this is one of the things I, I keep telling people in whatever business they find themselves to be is find the core thing that you can do best and focus, then delegate or outsource the other things. But if you want to do all by yourself in everything, to consume you and become less productive and less effective. So your goal is just record if you want to go get to an ex- expert to do the post-production and other things so that you can just focus on developing content and other things. I think that model really works if people pay attention to that for their brands and their business. What you can do excellently, you focus on and do it so well, you outsource and delegate the rest, then you work with that in a team more efficiently and effectively. Absolutely, absolutely. And that keeps you working on your business as opposed to being, you know, the only part of your business, mm-hmm. you know, as opposed to being in your business necessarily. You can now work on your business and build and grow it as opposed to as opposed to being in the trenches digging. Well, thanks so much, Ben Kruger, for this insight and information shared with us for start up podcasters as 16 and even for those seeking to brand their businesses their books their products with you and uh, it's been it's been it's been a great time with you i appreciate that yeah i really appreciate you having me on bernard and of course i'm i'm always thrilled to share this information and hope it definitely helps some of your audience out there um and you know if you've got any questions anybody that's out there listening feel free to reach out to me at authorityengine.com there's a contact form there Um, I'm relatively accessible. So yeah, just really hope this helps. And, um, I really love what you're doing here, man. I I think you're doing a fantastic job and love kind of the, the podcast. You're bringing in some sweet names. (laughs) Thank you. It's a pleasure. I treasure. And I still might say your podcast content is still awesome. Great. Nice. Nice. It's yeah, it's it's coming along. I've been uh, really enjoying the process because everything we learn with our clients and with our own show and with all of our research, we've been pouring back into our own show. So it you'll notice it it uh, changes quite a bit from when it started. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's true. We keep getting better and making it more bringing more value to our listeners too. Absolutely. Hi, I believe this episode has been very resourceful. I want to invite you to join the podcast masterclass. So go to www.bkc.name slash podcasting and just subscribe to be a member of the podcasting community. I also invite you to check my other books on Amazon. Just visit amazon.com and search for Bernard Kelvin Clive and all have access to all the books. Just leave me a review after the best is yours.